Good Morning Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. who keep reminding us that reading a book does not change someone. If it did, all of the hundreds of gay children out there who have to read the books that are um, heterosexual companions, they'd all change. So I'm one of those people that think reading books opens your mind, but it doesn't necessarily change who you are or what you are but it makes you a more compassionate caring person okay so i like patty hightower but this is a disappointingly terrible argument (laughs) this is really really bad um she says that look uh the books that you get exposed to don't change your what she means is you know gender identity or sexual orientation because you know if that were true then all the gay kids who read books normalizing straight relationships would be changed back to that um (sighs) Stories matter. Stories that you tell people or things that you represent, like, for example, in television where people put on their seatbelts or not, or uh, people hold a gun with the trigger finger off the trigger, or people smoke or don't smoke or drink or don't drink or abuse their wives or are kind to their wives. Stories matter very much. What you show as normal, what you show repeatedly definitely has an impact on behavior. That said... It's not 100% that if you read one story or even 10 stories in a direction that you're going to therefore change into what that story is normalizing. So this argument that, well, all the gay kids would be straight because of all the straight stories, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. What gets What is normalized or what is made into a taboo? has an effect on people's beliefs and feelings about that behavior, and they internalize that, and then they act accordingly. It's not decisive in the sense that three stories mix in four TV shows in one play and voila, you get a behaving citizen, but it is influence. It is definitely influence. And if you have a story that normalizes, uh, you know, a crime, for example, and then you get people who see that, they start to be desensitized to the wrongness of that crime and they are likely to behave in that direction. I mean, that's for to have a school board member make this argument to so dramatically misunderstand the role of stories in education is, again, it's disappointing. And again, I like Patty, but uh, I think this was at least inartfully communicated, if not just plain false. But I wanted to play that for you just as a way of getting you to start thinking about how stories matter and what they do and how they shape young children, older children, adults, the movies we watch, all of that stuff, because that's the real issue here in talking about this when Aiden became a brother and when and Tango makes three, and of course also the prior book, you know, Not All Boys Are Blue. Um, but these are the two that I want to focus on because they're for the young kids, and they very much are stories with an ideological agenda that are meant to normalize or reinforce or, you know, de-stigmatize certain behaviors. And uh, Sarah Lashaw, who is a friend, and I, I like Sarah a lot. I mean, we're going to disagree about almost everything politically. And I apologize, this sound clip skips a little bit because they had a problem with their video for the school board meeting. Uh, but she is the local representative of the, the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU. And, uh, you know, she's a very sharp lady, very good person. Okay, and here's what she said. And I thought, I actually, 
I, I agree with what she's getting at here, and then we'll kind of draw conclusions from it. I urge you to follow the committee's recommendation and keep When Aiden Became a Brother on the shelves. If you're, com- if you're considering moving this book today, it's because you're legally required to. Rather, it is because you are personally choosing to, and that is viewed discrimination and violates the First Amendment. Thank you. Here's where Sarah and I completely agree. The viewpoint espoused in these books is the main issue. It is the reason why the people who like the books like the books. It is the reason why the people who dislike the books dislike the books. And to illustrate that, and also another point, which is that you can always tell a story sympathetically from any perspective. You can tell stories about horrid behaviors and tell them nice and fine, and you can make it seem like a good thing. You can tell stories about good things and make it seem like they're wicked. Stories are infinitely malleable to proving any ethical lesson, any ethical point that you want to. That's part of the power and the danger of fiction. Okay? That is part of the tremendous potential that fiction has. It is also part of the tremendous danger that fiction has. And I know some people say, well, the you know, Tango Makes Three is a is its true story. Yeah, but it's a fictionalized, it's a storyized version of the facts. And even if something, whether it is a true account or not a true account, that's not really the issue. The issue is the power of stories. And to illustrate that, I'll use a couple of examples here in a second. Let's get candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. This is brought to you by Margaret Atwood. <laughs> <clears throat> The I author. Got it. Oh, I good, got it. good, good. I'm glad. Uh, it's brought to you by uh, Career Source Escarosa. They actually have the career fair table still available for employers, and that's January 26th at the fairgrounds. Visit careersourceescarosa.com for details on that. Uh, taking a look uh, around good news is we're not showing a lot, but the one thing we are showing is it uh, looks pretty bad, and it is a roadblock. It's Navarre Sound Circle in Navarre Parkway. That's 98, and that is east of the Navarre. Uh, Beach, uh, the Navarre uh, Bridge Causeway, rather. Uh, caution there, caution, wherever you are, 437 1620. If you have traffic tips, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So, again, mm-hmm. stories can be written with any point in mind, propaganda can be developed in any direction. The question is, which direction should it go in, and which direction should be available in the schools? And we're having this conversation. And again, I am convinced that the reaction that people have to these two books is. Very much determined, this is where I agree with Sarah, very much determined on the basis of whether you agree with their intended thematic conclusion or not. Namely that, you know, gay parenting is perfectly normal and good and healthy like gay relationships or that transgender is in fact, you know, that gender is something inside your head, not inside your body. And that kids ought to have their identity uh, affirmed, which is the point of um, uh, when Aiden became a brother. Okay, but here's the thing. If you took both of these books, okay, whichever way you fall on them, let's talk, let's, let's start with uh, When Aiden Became a Brother. This is a book about a, you know, it's a born girl who identifies as a boy and then her parents adapt to that and he, okay, in the book uh, is a transgender boy and they adapt to that and then they talk about the next kid coming and how you know, wants to not put any expectations on that kid so that kid can grow up without the pain and suffering that, you know, that Aiden grew up with, okay? Imagine another book. With the opposite point in mind, a book where it was written for kids, it was written with all the same level of tenderness and care and concern. But imagine that the theme of that book was that um, this young born girl thinks that she's a boy and has parents who explain to her that that is not the case and show her that she is, in fact, a girl and affirm to her that being a girl can have all kinds of meanings and that you might be interested in boyish things or boyish clothes, what we used to call being a tomboy. Uh, and yet that doesn't make you a boy. 
That just means that you are a girl with different interests and different inclinations. And imagine she realizes this about herself in the book and she discovers that she is in fact a girl and she embraces that and it's wonderful. You can imagine a story written just like that. The people who are opposed to when Aiden became a brother would be in favor of that book. And the people who are in favor of that book are probably horrified to imagine or even hear me decide, you know, describing a book like that. But that's the point. It's a viewpoint. It's, it's entirely about your viewpoint. You could even imagine a book written like that where, you know, the parents allow Aiden born a girl to become a boy and then Aiden changes his mind or discovers that it was a mistake and wants to return. Something that does happen wants to return to being a girl. You could see that being normalized in a children's book. And that's again, it's all about what viewpoint is being offered and the reaction to it is based on that. Same thing for Entangle Makes Three. You know, the book is about two penguins, male who couple. Okay, Uh, have no interest in females, but they feel bad that they cannot hatch a child, cannot hatch a a penguin. So the zookeeper gives them an egg. And all of this is basically a real story that happened in an actual zoo. And uh, they hatch this penguin and they have a wonderful family uh, of two male penguins and a child penguin. Okay, it's a very compelling, compassionate story. You can imagine a story that was written with the exact opposite themes in mind, namely that. Let's say instead the two penguins who are both males and are both interested in each other and feel regret that they cannot have a child. They cannot make their own baby. And so instead what they decide is uh, they are going to put themselves in the company of female penguins or the zookeeper maybe does this perhaps. And what they discover is what they didn't initially find appealing about the female penguin. They subsequently find appealing about the female penguin and they couple up, they mate and they have their own children penguins and happily ever after in two separate families. Could you write a children's book like that? Of course you could. And the people who think that Entangle Makes Three is a great book would be horrified by it and think that children shouldn't be exposed to that kind of anti-gay propaganda. And the people who are against Entangle Makes Three would think like, that's a fantastic book, wonderful. We ought to be showing children that that's an alternative as well, generally speaking. And that's the point. Sarah's right. It is heavily about viewpoint. Books can be written, especially for children, but in general, stories can be written in any direction. And so this is not really ultimately about, I mean, it is about freedom of speech and about tolerance, but it is also very much about what views should be advocated for with public funding in public education. And to what degree there ought to be latitude for encountering other views that are divergent from what your parents want you to encounter in those environments. And the reason I bring up those examples is because I figure they're going to mess with you a little bit. <laughs> like, whichever way you fall on these books, those examples should tweak your brain a little bit. And that should be sort of a, maybe a little bit of a reminder to consider other points of view and to consider, well, this is kind of how they feel about this book, whichever side you're on. Oh, that I would feel the opposite about that. Okay, well, take that into consideration. Whether you change your mind, whether you're persuaded, if at least you can see why other people see it differently, that's a huge step. And that's a lot of what I, I mean, I don't always succeed at this, but I'm trying to accomplish that in this show is seeing other points of view somehow or other. 
721 News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. And hey, when it comes to heating or cooling your home, you got a lot of options for HVAC maintenance, repairs, or replacement. You want to be able to pick up your phone and have confidence that you're calling the right company. That's Peden Air Conditioning, Heating, and Electrical. Their primary focus is to provide you quality service and installation combined with the best products in the industry. And look, it's 80 today. <laughs> like it was 80 yesterday. It's going to be 80 today. You might already be putting your AC on. Probably not, but maybe. But soon enough, you're going to be putting it on and probably full time, right? You want to make sure now, before that happens, that it's going to work, that it's going to work reliably, that it's not going to waste electricity and be inefficient and cost you more from FPL. That's the idea. That's why you have somebody come out from Peden and get your system tuned up and checked out. So remember, if you need AC work or replacement, call Peden. If you need an electrical issue, call Peden. They've got offices in Panama City, Destin, Fort Walton, and a large location right here in Ellison Field in Pensacola. 855-376-1534 or check them out online at Peden.com. And if you're looking for a high-paying job, why not join one of the best places to work on the Gulf Coast? Peden's hiring plumbers, electricians, HVAC personnel. They will train you, and you can apply online at Peden, P-E-A-D-E-N.com, or just call and ask for Connor. Here's today's Strength for Life. What is your spiritual blood type? Physically speaking, there are four principal blood types. Type A, type B, type AB, and type O. And in case of a physical emergency, it's important that you know what your blood type is. However, in case of a spiritual emergency known as sin, death, and hell, it is important that you know what your spiritual blood type is. The hymn writer famously said, What can wash away my sins? The answer, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Jesus' blood is an atoning blood. It is an incorruptible blood. It is a precious blood, and it is the only blood that God the Father accepts as a sufficient payment for our sin emergency. So are you covered by the blood of Jesus? If not, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Call upon Christ today. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. VIP Care is bringing better health to the Pensacola community February 27th and 28th. Both days they'll be on hand at the University Town Center from 9 a.m. till noon, but they'll have giveaways, raffles, and we'll be answering all of your primary care questions. VIP Care specializes in primary care for Medicare Advantage members. They proudly accept Florida Blue Medicare, as well as most insurance plans in the county. Come see VIP Care February 27th and 28th. You deserve better health. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at VFW.org. When breaking news hits, we're there to cover it. Fox News, WER TV, News Radio Team on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Oh, oh you're so cool, Brewster. <laughs> I can't stand it. Gasoline. 
Good morning, 725 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Uh, thank you so much for the text. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that any of them are necessarily uh, needing to be shared, but, you know, generally people are just, you know, glad to hear me talking about this stuff. And I, one, I will say one was kind of funny. It says, Andrew, it's like a literature 101 class. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's just, just trying to be clear about some of this stuff. Again, my, my goal in doing this show is to entertain you, inform you, and ideally so that you have a little bit more clarity about thinking about the world around you. And that's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to feel good. Sometimes you're going to be like, oh, I don't know. But, you know, that's good too. Progress, you know, being aware of viewpoints you don't always see uh, and understand is is also important. 720, very important. 720, and feel free to yeah, disagree for everyone. Too. Yeah, that's right. And feel free to disagree. You're always welcome to disagree with me at 437-1620. Candy's got traffic on the fives. And taking a look around. Uh, this is uh, brought to you by the Pensacola Habitat Food Truck Festival. That happens this weekend, February 25th and 26th at Community Maritime Park. You can follow Pensacola Habitat for Humanity on Facebook or you need more information. And of course, you can just Google it. It'll come right up. Garson Point Road, uh, right near the Love's Truck Stop. This is in Milton at Sundial Boulevard, showing an accident. Doesn't look like a roadblock uh, this morning, but there is a roadblock on Highway 98 in Navarre. It's stopped. Uh, it looks like a parking lot, and it's just east of the Navarre Bridge Causeway. Traffic tips text up uh, 43, and again, that's eastbound. 437-1620, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. David Wayne now is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, Florida's not the only state working on constitutional carry. South Carolina advancing a bill now to allow people to carry handguns without a permit. Uh, That bill moving forward for them. Disgraced movie executive Harvey Weinstein is going to be sentenced today for a 2013 rape. Weinstein's already been sentenced to more than 23 years in prison by a New York court for several different sexual assaults. And Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is uh, visiting the site of that train derailment in Ohio. While he's there, he'll be meeting with community members uh, who say their lives have been disrupted by the Norfolk Southern incident. Very good, David. Thanks so much for the update. 727 here on News Radio 92.3. Oh, you know, I I criticize uh, James Calkins, Commissioner for District 3 in Santa Rosa County, quite a bit, you know, um, if you listen to this show. And um, yet I also... As always, you want to be fair and report when people do things right. And he started doing something recently in the, particularly in the committee meetings, which is like the agenda review session, the warm up meeting on Monday before the Thursday meeting, that I think is actually pretty smart. And I, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anybody else do it. I could be wrong about this, but um, he basically, when something comes up that he is sympathetic to. And yet he is aware that the other commissioners are probably not on board. Uh, the most recent example was the Whittle building. OK, Jack Sanborn, you know, the guy who uh, created Adventures Unlimited and he's done everything. I mean, he's like one of the original board members for uh, Visit Florida, for goodness sakes, um, among, among a hundred other things. OK, uh, you know, he and his wife, they're fantastic. And of course, Adventures is a fantastic resource here locally. Um, but he had basically come forward with a pro- proposal to keep the Whittle building in Milton and to basically renovate it and turn it into this kind of a throwback general store kind of concept that he thought would be a tourism draw for downtown Milton. And it, it is a very interesting proposal. He never really got to make the proposal in the meeting because he was talking about some other stuff. But um, it's it's an interesting idea. But of course, the board has already decided to dis- to tear down that building. And, uh, you know, for a variety of reasons, there's a lot of backstory to this. But here's how James Calkins, who wanted to keep that building and is offered various different ways to try to do that. Here's what he said. Uh, One of the decisions uh, that I've got to make, and I've I've asked this board a lot of times before, 
uh, before I put anything on the agenda. Uh, I think he's got a great idea and great proposal, and I hope you all maybe have talked to him before the meeting. But is there any will, is there any commissioner here that is interested? And if there is, then I'll put it on the agenda. But if there's not, I'm not going to put it on the agenda for next time. Not today, but uh, is, I'm going to ask, is there any commissioners willing to bring this up later down the road? Hearing no commissioners interested, then... We'll just move on. See, I think that's actually a really productive use of the, you know, the uh, kind of the public commentary and or the agenda review session or even just the commissioner's kind of forum, sometimes at the beginning, sometimes at the end of these meetings, where, you know, he's not like stridently saying, well, I'm going to bring this forward and we're going to do it. Uh, not even arguing for it. He's just he kind of feeling out the board because they can't talk to each other outside of the meetings, right? He can't put out an email and say, hey, I'm thinking about this. Any of y'all interested in supporting this? Because that, that's a violation of Sunshine. So, um, you know, he's done it a couple times recently. I'd never heard him do that before. And I don't think I've ever really heard anybody do that in one of these, you know, city council or county commission meetings. So I think it's an interesting strategy. I'd like to see it. David, what do you have coming up, sir? There was a fatal crash overnight. More after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is at the site of this month's train derailment and chemical spill in East Palestine, Ohio, asking questions about the investigation and the air quality. One of the challenges, I think, from a response perspective is there's things that you smell that maybe aren't at that threshold and there's probably also things you can't smell that can hurt you. An early report on the derailment's cause is expected today. There are power outages in the Midwest, mostly in Michigan, from the winter storm moving across the country. At least 25 states right now are under some sort of winter weather alert. Seven of them are under blizzard warnings, including the Los Angeles area for the first time since 1989. The Midwest, especially Minnesota, is expected to get the worst of it, though. Minneapolis declared a snow emergency ahead of the storm as they brace for up to two feet of snow. Fox's Marianne Rafferty, parts of Interstate 94 from the Plains into Wisconsin have been closed due to poor visibility and crashes. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731. News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Cloudy skies, 72 right now in Pensacola. One person died in a crash overnight on North 9th Avenue in Lakeview. PPD says... The crash happened about midnight. A vehicle crashed into a tree, and there were no other vehicles involved. The driver of the vehicle died. That person's identity has not been released. The Pensacola woman accused of setting a convenience store clerk on fire last year will remain in the Florida State Hospital. That determination made by a, an Escambia County judge during a competency hearing yesterday. McFadden is accused of first-degree attempted murder. She reportedly suffers from bipolar disorder and rational deficits. A Circle K store clerk suffered burns to over 30% of her body after McFadden allegedly doused her with gasoline and set her on fire. There will be another competency hearing in six months. The state attorney's office says an Okaloosa County serial killer will still face the death penalty after a ruling by the Florida Supreme Court. Last Thursday, the high court rejected an appeal for post-conviction relief by Frank Walls. Walls was sentenced to death when he was 20 years old back in 1988 for the murders of Edward Alger and Ann Peterson. He would later admit to three other murders. Walls' attorneys challenged the sentence based on his intellectual disability, claiming he functions at the level of a 12-year-old. News Radio's Joe Ford. 
Alabama hospitals are losing a whole lot of money. Kaufman Hall and Associates released a study this week showing that hospitals have lost $1.5 billion over the last three years since the pandemic started. Around a $700,000 loss was reported by hospitals in Alabama last year, and they're uh, blaming that on an increase in salaries and drug prices. A Brevard County lawmaker wants to ban what he believes to be a form of child abuse. State Representative Randy Fine said yesterday he plans to file a bill banning gender dysphoria treatment for minors. He says that bill could go beyond minors and it would not have an exception for parental consent. Fine says there's no right to child abuse and uh, says it's heartbreaking to see kids make decisions that they cannot undo. Escambia Supervisor of Elections Office says as of right now, there are three qualified candidates for two town council seats in Century. As of today, Shalisa McCrawl is the only qualified candidate for seat three, while Alicia Johnson and Eddie Hammond have both qualified in the, for uh, seat four. The deadline to qualify for the special election is this coming Friday at noon. Uber and Lyft drivers are planning to protest and strike in New York outside of LaGuardia LaGuardia Airport this weekend as drivers around the country say their pay continues to drop while the company's records or the company's profits are setting records. I have to double my hours. I get here at 6 a.m. and I leave at midnight. So when I came here and it was 99 cents a mile, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm making a lot more money. That's awesome, even though it's a smaller city. That driver talked with Channel 3, saying it's a similar story here. The weekend, uh, this weekend does figure to be a busy one for rideshare drivers, though, as uh, Pensacon headlines the events happening downtown. 735 right now. It's News Radio 92.3. Candy, what are you seeing out there? Uh, right now, we're watching an accident uh, in Navarre. It's Highway 98, uh, and it is eastbound. It's east of the Navarre Bridge Causeway. Garzon Point Road near the Love's Truck Stop in Milton and Sundial Boulevard. And uh, Milton showing an accident as well, but not a roadblock. Traffic tips you can text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Beautiful and warm day out there today with temperatures warming up near 80 degrees. Small chance of a stray shower with a 20% chance of rain overall. Overnight tonight, temperatures stay warm with lows in the upper 60s. For Friday, 10% chance of a stray shower, otherwise mostly cloudy, high near 80 degrees. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 67. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now it is 72, mostly cloudy in Pensacola, 71 in Gulf Breeze, 73 in Milton. Our next news at 8 o'clock. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne. News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshenka with your Money Now. Facebook parent Meta Platforms is planning a fresh round of job cuts that could affect thousands of workers. Last year, the social media company let go more than 11,000 employees amid soaring costs and a weak ad market. The Washington Post says Meta now plans to push some leaders into lower-level roles, flattening the layers of management between top boss Mark Zuckerberg and the company's interns. Natural gas futures have fallen to levels not seen since pandemic-era lockdowns more than two years ago strangled 
the economic activity underpinning energy demand. The combination of weaker-than-anticipated winter heating demand and an industrial outage that buried the domestic gas market in excess supplies has gutted prices. The price of natural gas futures has plunged 80% since August. On Wall Street futures pointing to gains at the opening bell after stocks finished mixed yesterday, the Dow Industrials fell 84. That's your money now. Pensacola Habitat for Humanity's annual Food Truck Festival is February 25th and 26th at Community Maritime Park in Pensacola. This event features a diverse mix of over 30 food trucks and entertainment for the whole family. It supports Pensacola Habitat for Humanity's mission to build homes, communities, and hope in Escambia and Santa Rosa counties. Learn more at PensacolaHabitatFoodTruckFest.org and follow Pensacola Habitat for Humanity on Facebook. Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 9.30. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join Travis today at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. If you run a business, you need to hear this. Hey, I'm Bobby Rossi for ADX Digital. Besides having four great radio stations at ADX Communications, we also have ADX Digital, which is our digital platform to help businesses target customers you want. Your business probably already does social media advertising, and that's great. At ADX Digital, we go beyond the scope of social media. We can turn your business's social media post into an ad that looks just like your post, but we deliver it to thousands of websites and apps based on your target customers using strategies like our online and offline behaviors, keywords, AI, and more. Let our team show you all the different products. We help businesses each day, just like yours. From geofencing your competitors, retargeting, targeting, or native display, or running video commercials or connected TVs, take the time to call 850-262-6000 and get all the information you need to make 2023 a great year for your business. Call 850-262-6000 or go to adxdigitalmarketing.com. What is News Radio 923? Informative, local, and dependable news from WEAR TV and the News Radio News Team. Informative, local, and dependable talk with Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, and Bobby Rossi. Informative, local, and dependable traffic with traffic on the fives during your morning and afternoon drive. Informative, local, and dependable weather. Informative, local, and dependable coverage of breaking news and when disasters strike. That's what News Radio 923 is. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, 740 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning uh, News. Mike Wood is the public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department, joins us Thursdays at this time. Mike, welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you. Good morning. Great to have you. So we had, uh, in the last week, we've now had two really bad things happen on 9th Avenue, right? Yeah, unfortunately, we had a second one early this morning, a second fatality. We had one earlier in the week up at 
Ninth uh, near Hillbrook. This one was near Ninth and Lakeview this morning where a single vehicle struck a tree uh, and the sole occupant has been pronounced to see. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been a bad week on Ninth Avenue. It, it, and neither of these, like, you know, I know Ninth Avenue, obviously, it, you know, it's, there's a lot of sort of safety questions about Ninth Avenue. But to my way of thinking, though we're concerned about the red lights and the red light running that takes place, for example, at, uh, you know, Brand Bayou also takes place at uh, Fairfield and Davis is one. And um, I forget, there's there's a third location that you guys are always talking about. Is it maybe airport? Um, but neither of these locations is... You know, Hillbrook and Lakeview, I don't think of either of those as being particularly problematic, are they? No, they're not. Um, one of them up near Hillbrook was a head-on collision. We, we're not sure why the vehicle um, came into the northbound lane and struck a truck head-on. And then there was a tree there last night that, you know, obviously been there for, you know, for many years. And, yeah. and we don't know why. And, and the, you know, those are questions that sometimes never get answered. Yeah, and I mean, and just as you say, sometimes, unfortunately, you know, bad things, terrible things just happen, very sadly. Um, and, you know, and sometimes we always want an explanation, right? Were they on their phone? Were they speeding? Were they distracted somehow? Were they, you know, inebriated or something like that? And as you and I know, sometimes people just, things happen. That's just, unfortunately, that's driving life. You guys had a, um, a, a very scary thing happen. It wound up being a joint operation because you guys, it happened in the city and then it went into the county. Uh, what took place at the gas station with this truck? Well, it was the Circle K at Aiden Garden, and a man uh, pulled his pickup truck up to the store and went inside uh, to pick something up, and he turned around and saw another individual jump in his truck that was left running and unsecure uh, with a gun inside. And he ran back out to the truck and uh, tried to grab onto it. He was dragged across the parking lot a little ways before he was eventually able to jump into the bed of the truck. And as soon as he did that, the uh, person that stole the truck saw his gun in the cab of the truck, used it, uh, turned around and started shooting at the owner of the truck with his own gun. Um, they, while that was going on, a uninvolved vehicle was struck on Garden Street. Fortunately, there were no injuries there, but uh, the truck continued westbound on Garden Street, and as soon as it approached Pace, the driver started shooting at the victim again with his own gun. He still did not hit him, fortunately, uh, and then traveled north on Pace. He eventually made a left turn on the Jackson, which is westbound, um, and I believe it was Shoemaker when he uh, was able to jump out of the truck while, again, this man was firing shots at him with his own gun. He was able to run away. Um, and then the Scambia County Sheriff's Department deputy spotted this vehicle. They attempted to stop it. It ran from them, and they eventually were able to get that vehicle stopped a short distance later and make an arrest. Wow. Good Lord. I mean, I knew the story in the sort of the bare 30 foot 30,000 foot view but I didn't know all of that like all the multiple different times of the engagement and the that's a long drive I mean that's not just 20 seconds worth of driving that's a long distance to be in the bed of a truck with a guy in the front with your gun shooting at you repeatedly again and my, my goodness well thank god he wasn't hurt and you know thank goodness you you, you apprehended the guy sounds like TJ Hooker sorry it does, it does you know like <laughs> Indiana Jones is going to get out his whip and throw it around the front and go under the truck and everything. You know, it's like, good Lord. So um, you said something kind of interesting on Channel 3. You made the comment that, yes, it's horrible what happened to this pickup truck owner, but. But none of it would have happened had he secured his vehicle, uh, took the keys out of it, locked the door. Even if you're going inside of the convenience store for two minutes, you need to shut that vehicle off because it's the law. And you need to secure that vehicle, especially when you have a loaded weapon inside. Uh, if he had done that, then none of this would have happened. This strikes me as the kind of law that 
I think most people don't know is the law. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. A lot of people don't don't understand that leaving. I mean, you can leave the keys in it with it turned off, and and that's against the law. You can't do that. So, and you know, a lot of insurance companies are not going to cover you that vehicle if it's stolen because you did leave it running. So, you know, there's multiple reasons uh, not to do it. Mainly, it's just it's unsafe. So again, key note for that. Is this something that, because I know you guys in the sheriff's agency, you guys always are doing, you know, information campaigns, right? And, you know, one of the big information campaigns over the last, as long as I've lived here really, has been lock your doors, keep it yours, right? Crucial information, particularly don't leave guns in cars. Um, I mean, in this case, it was a car in the ignition running with the gun. I mean, it was like all the wrong things in a public place around other people. It was all the wrong things. But um, have you ever considered doing a public information campaign about that specifically um, and, or even enforcement? You know, I, I, it's it seems like the kind of thing where I, I suspect that if you drove around to gas stations on a day, you could probably find some people to ticket about this. Am I, I mean, is this something you guys have considered? Yeah, we've done this before. In fact, we did it in the mid-90s. It was the first time that I know of, and we there was a whole campaign about it. We put videos out about it. In fact, we issued uh, stickers to go on the back of anyone's windshield or rear window that said, if you see this vehicle out after midnight, feel free to stop it. Uh, that gave us permission to stop that vehicle and see who was in it and why it was out. Uh, so we've been we've been conscious of this for many, many years. Um, but, you know, it's just like telling folks to lock their doors at home. Um, you can say it 100,000 times and somebody's still going to do it. Nobody gets up in the morning thinking that they're going to be a crime victim that day, and maybe they should. It could happen to them, uh, just like car crashes. It could happen to you, and today could be the day. And the way to avoid that as best you can is to is to be careful and to think about things and, and to um, not be careless. And by the way, I'm a fan of those rear view or, or rear window stickers. I had one of those when we lived in Arizona, and I thought that was a very good program to deter car theft. So uh, we're talking to Mike Wood, public information officer for PPD. Hang on for just a second, Mike. Let's get Candy here with Traffic on the Fives. And taking a look around. Still watching that bad accident in Navarre on Highway 98. This is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Uh, it's Highway 98. It is eastbound, and it's east of the Navarre Bridge Causeway. Garson Point Road, Olive's Truck Stop in Milton and Sundial Boulevard, all the one area showing an accident as well, brought to you by Executive Landscaping, big enough to get that job done, small enough to care, 250-3756 for a no-hassle estimate. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Mike Wood, the public information officer for uh, Pensacola Police Department. There was an incident down south uh, in Florida this morning that was pretty awful. You had uh, somebody got murdered, and then when the television crew showed up to cover the crime scene, um, I think both, one cameraman and one reporter, but I know the reporter for sure, uh, also wound up getting murdered by this person. And I think there was another person involved in this. It's sort of an ongoing repeated crime scene, but um, pretty awful events, uh, obviously very horrible events. But it's a reminder that, you know, journalists, especially television journalists are out covering crime scenes or just covering stories in general. That can be unsafe. One of the things I appreciate about you is you have always offered very proactively that if we ever need accompaniment to go cover uh, an event, you'll you'll do that. 
Yeah, you know, you've got to think about it this way. You, you and the members of the media are part of this community. You're community members, and we offer um, to go with members of the community to assure the peace every single day. And that extends to the members of the media as well. If they're ever covering a story to where they feel uncomfortable or unsafe, uh, we can go to that scene with them and make sure everything is okay. Uh, I hate what happened in Orlando. You had a nine-year-old girl shot. Her mother's in the hospital. Uh, the, the reporter was uh, killed, and uh, the photographer is in critical condi- uh, condition. And this was a case where the uh, killer returned to the scene of a crime. And it's not very often you see that um, with, with homicides, but I investigated arsons for several years, and an arsonist will almost always come back to the scene of a crime, uh, of the fire. So that was unusual. But uh, but the point here is, if it, to the media, if any of you ever feel uncomfortable, give us a call, and, and we'll send an officer with you. Uh, I, I know appreciate that, and our other folks do as well. Uh, just on the arson thing, is I, I assume that's because because arson is basically categorized as a sex crime because it's uh, thrilling and exciting and they want to experience the thrill of seeing it. Is that right on the on the arson? Absolutely. That's 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 100% right. You know, they want they want to see the trucks come in. They want to see what they did. They want to see the damage they caused and and um, for some reason or another it, it comes back to a sexual thing in nature. So, um, yeah, you're you're right about that. Yeah, that's what I had thought I had heard, and so I appreciate the you know the insight. And Candy's blown away; she had not heard that before. No, so, and yeah. I watch like CSI all the time. I've never heard that. That's yeah, wild. it's a pretty it's a pretty weird world out wow. there sometimes. Mike, we like to end yeah, on a uh, cop know, myth or a did you know? Uh, you have anything for us this week? Yeah, this one is. I was asked about this this week, and I never even thought about it. And I've been in law enforcement a long time, but why does Florida? only require one license plate on the back of a car when other states require two. And, you know, and I looked into that, and there's really no reason, uh, you know, back 1918 to 1922, 1918 they were required in Florida. In 1922 they got rid of um, the requirement to have both. Uh, so it was mainly to have them on the front and back of cars is for law enforcement to be able to identify the car easier. Uh, but nowadays, you know, these uh, license plate readers are popping up all over the country. Um, if we need to find a vehicle, a lot of times we can do it that way. And that reader is going to read both directions, which will get that back tag. So, um, you know, and it's going to cost you a little bit more in states to register your car that require two tags. So uh, we're fortunate here in Florida that we don't have them. Yeah, I've lived in both states and uh, I just I like being able to put my own plate on the front. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of a fun thing. Uh, Mike Wood, he is a public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Uh, great information this morning. As always, Mike, we'll talk to you again next week, sir. Thank you. Take care. 750 here on News Radio 92.3. If you are around my age, okay, so, uh, if you're around my age, somewhere between like probably 40 to 60 is where this is pretty common, uh, you might notice that your parents are starting to decline a little bit, okay? I mean, not dramatically, but maybe you notice that they need help with activities of daily living, bathing, dressing, grooming, toileting, cleaning, cooking, that kind of stuff. Maybe you're doing the help and maybe it's starting to get to be a lot. Okay, if that's true, this is why you call my friend John Horton, assisted living locators. It might seem like, you know, you're putting your loved ones into some kind of facility that you don't want. No, assisted living is independent. It's just independent where you live in your own apartment, but you have people available to help you with this stuff so that you, the kids, don't have to do it as much. And you can live independently, they can live independently, and they can get the help they need all at the same time. But once you realize that's the next step, then where do you go? Because there's like 30 different ones here locally. This is where John comes in because he understands that. He knows them, the culture, the costs, all of that stuff. He doesn't charge anything. It's just he can guide you to which ones make most sense for your situation. So, again, John Horton at AssistedLivingLocators.com or give him a call at 712 
888-382-0887. With all the news about interest rates, here's some very good news from Piedmore Imports. Now through the end of February, an APR finance rate of 3.9% for 72 months is available on 2023 models like the Taos S starting from 25641. The Tiguan S from 28227 are the seven passenger Atlas SE with technology from 42632. All are available for 3.9% financing for 72 months and all come with carefree coverage. Volkswagen's free maintenance for the first two years are 20,000 miles, whichever occurs first. So with carefree coverage and low APR rates of 3.9 for 72 months, Speedmore Imports has the models, the coverage, and the finance rates to help you own your new Volkswagen today. Feedmore Imports is not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. Feedmore Imports, 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Special APR rates for qualifying credit to PCI. Must take delivery by February 28th. See dealer for details. Let's be honest, nobody likes taxes, but they are necessary to maintain roads, support schools, and fund public services. Wouldn't it be great if someone else could pay our taxes? In Escambia County, they do. Our beautiful community draws millions of visitors who spend over a billion dollars each year. The taxes they pay help lower the tax burden for locals. Tourism works for all residents and businesses in Escambia County. This message brought to you by Visit Pensacola. The cooler weather in Pensacola is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's planting roses, planting shrubs and trees and cool weather color, and of course, planning for spring. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesdays, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, and Barnes Feed Store. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 923. Verify our arranged to target. One ping only. I get on News Radio 92.3. Actually, just turned 55, so let's go ahead and go to Candy with our traffic on the fives. Candy? uh, Still watching the accident, Navarre on Highway 98. It's eastbound, and it's east of uh, the Navarre Bridge Causeway. Uh, So caution there. Certainly caution, as you know, wherever you are. Watching another accident in Milton, Berry Hill, and Jones Street. Says it's clear in Garcon Point Road. Love's Truck Stop, uh, right at the Love's Truck Stop in Milton, near Sundial Boulevard, showing an accident with no roadblock. Another accident on the west side with no roadblock. I was just popped up. Weller Avenue and Mars Drive. If you see an accident or you have a traffic tip, by all means, please text them in 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Now to the newsroom where we have David Wayne with our headlines. David? 
Well, that big winter storm is making a mess of air travel again. Uh, FlightAware says there have been over 750 flights canceled so far today. The top spot for cancellations, Minneapolis, St. Paul. One thing's for sure, if there's going to be snow and ice anywhere, Minneapolis is it. That's right. Uh, I understand the anger. That's from a CEO of Norfolk Southern. The rail company, uh, he told residents in East Palestine during a town hall meeting last night. Alan Shaw says it's important to him to see what his company can do to aid in the community's recovery after the train derailment. He also says that uh, the rail company plans to rip up the tracks at the site of the crash and remove all of the soil. And uh, this week's PGA Tour event underway as players at the Honda Classic tee off. Sepp Straka will be defending his uh, his title at the PGA National Resort and Spa in Palm Beach Gardens. He won last year's tournament uh, at 10 under par. Wow. I guess that's good. I'm not really a golf person. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> I love good. you, but it sounds yeah, like, like you did good. good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Par means average. Yeah, and 53 so runs good. in a baseball game is a lot, okay? Uh, <laughs> David, How do you so not much. just get 18 every single time? See, I just yeah, play I mini golf. I, I just, just try get, to get through the window. You try to get, right. you yeah. try to get a, an 18? Is that, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> David, thanks so much for the update. Uh, 7.56 here on News Radio 92.3. Um, hey, when you think about you know getting your vehicle worked on, especially if you've got an import, okay, especially if you've got a Porsche, Mercedes, BMW, Audi, Genesis, a Lexus, you might think, and it's a common thought, I have to take it to the dealership. You don't have to take it to the dealership. You can get it serviced uh, pretty much anywhere, and particularly you can get it serviced at Bobby Likas Auto Service because they take care of those cars all the time. Okay, no problem. And obviously you save money. You probably save time if you don't have to take it to the dealership in Mobile. But the point is, is that they can work on that and they want to see you routinely. You know, maybe you put off doing the routine maintenance because it's such a pain to do it. Well, Bobby Likas is right here on Davis Highway. Easy peasy, right? See them for the little things routinely to avoid having to see them for the big, unexpected, catastrophic things. That's the preventative maintenance side. They were rated a 2021 Carfax top-rated service center, four and a half average reviews or above. And, of course, any car you've got, what you just drive it in. Diesel engine, they take care of those always. No problem. Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. Oh, interesting. Um, a horrible story, as you know, this Michigan State shooting. And I guess at this point, and pardon me if something has changed in the last 24 hours, but I didn't look at it in the last 24, but until yesterday, we still didn't really have a motive. They had started to, you know, kind of piece some of the facts together, but basically they don't know why. They don't know why he did what he did. And I'll tell you this, you know, it's human nature to want a motive. And the reason we want to find a motive is because we don't want to believe that people just do things. And sometimes people just do things. And the other reason that we want to find a motive that we can explain is like, well, he was bullied or he was mistreated or he lost money or somebody cheated on him with his girlfriend or you know, that because if we can if we can put it into a familiar pattern that we've seen before and sort of, uh, you know, have a familiar explanation, we feel like we're safer from it. We feel like, oh, we understand that it's the completely not explained thing that is kind of terrifying. Uh, the, the philosopher uh, uh, Nietzsche talked about this a little bit, the idea that naming things gives you power, a false sense of power over them. And it's the same thing. Like, we all want to feel like the world is within our power, and we don't like to contemplate the possibility that it's just going to be crazy sometimes. And even if you understand why somebody does something, that doesn't mean that you're safe from it. So we, we have all these weird little like psychological coping mechanisms to try to make the world feel like a safer place. And the short answer is the world's not really a safe place, at least some of the time. You're listening to... 
News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.